0: You're listening to the Strongest Stride Podcast with your hosts, Lydia Mackay and Sophie Lane. Welcome. How are you doing?
1: How am I doing? Or how are the guests doing?
0: How are the guests doing? Much more importantly. Drop a okay. comment
1: below. Tell us how you're yeah, doing. Yeah,
0: please do. I want some updates on your runs. I want some updates on your life and your running shoes, and your gear, and your nutrition, and just general, whatever. Anything. life
1: story? In fact, if anyone would like to tell their life story, please let us know. You can jump on an episode one day. That's it. If you want to be a guest, just drop into our
0: DMs. We're ready and waiting. (laughs) We're not booked out at all for the rest of the
1: year. (laughs) Come on, make Um, us at least seem like we've got some options. Yeah. Yeah, Seem flexible. Don't worry. Stay tuned, guys. Lots of episodes coming. We
0: actually do have lots of exciting things coming up.
1: I know. There's a few the, booked the, in. Yeah. There was a little
0: while where I had this sudden thought when I was walking home from the hospital the other day from, from work. Whatever. That sounds and I, so and dramatic.
2: Hospital, yeah.
0: you okay? and I was Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, we've got no episodes ready and recorded. And we're meant to release one next week. And then I was stressing. Then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to like just come up with something anyway and then I checked my calendar lucky for a calendar right because I had forgotten mm-hmm. about all the things we had planned so yeah, yeah. calendars are so great good. So um, good anyway would you like to give me a little recap on your last two weeks So tell me what's been happening yeah, tell me how your running's to. going and anything else interesting that our listeners might get value from or I might sure. get
1: value from <laughs> I feel like they're two very different things. I feel like I'd tell you things in a lot more detail than anyone else would care about. But anyway, we'll find okay. a happy medium between the two. Um, so two weeks ago, we it was race week, wasn't it? So Port Macquarie oh. 10K was on the Sunday. So leading up yes. to that was just a nice easy week. So I think I did like three runs around sort of 5 is just all easy. Um, And then we had the race on Sunday. There's a bit of an interesting lead up for me personally oh, yeah. um, a bit of a backstory I didn't really tell anyone when we saw them because I was a bit like unsure as to what was going on at the time but I just woke up Thursday with a sore neck basically and then it just kind of <laughs> got worse on Friday and it was like swollen and I, I so I was obviously just fighting off some sort of virus but it honestly thought I just thought I'd strained my neck because just like hurt to touch but it wasn't that yeah. normal like swollen gland feeling anyway so I wasn't sure if I'd even run Sunday because I just was not feeling great um so set the alarm for Sunday morning um and then filled her out. so we drove up that morning um two and a half hours which was a nice start luckily the race didn't start till nine so it wasn't actually too early, I know so lucky it kind of was a lifesaver that, yeah
0: and then that's impressive two and a half hours for a like what 40 minute race 45 <laughs> well, you know what I mean like yeah. close enough close enough. I know. but yeah. seriously yeah that's commitment but you mm, know just to me
1: right just to see you yeah <laughs> yeah, so that was good. So I did that. The race obviously didn't go exactly what how I would have liked, oh, no. but the lead yeah. up wasn't ideal. Um, still just nice. Like I honestly preferred when we got there and we were just watching the half marathon people because there were just so <laughs> many like trotters and wooters and flyers and everyone, every person yeah. that would go past would be like, oh, go Johnny yeah. or whoever it was. It was just so yeah. much fun. And, and that, course, the way that the race runners, was set up. Yeah, your local guys. Um, yeah. But yeah, the way that it was run. You could, you kept seeing people all the time. Mm. Like they kept going back and forth. So it was so nice to keep seeing some familiar faces. So I enjoyed that more than the actual run. But that's okay. <laughs> we got it done. It was nice. Um, oh. A nice course. Um, nice weather. So that was good. Ticked that one off, which is good. Yeah. And then after that, I felt good. So I had a all right start to the week Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and then just a little bit. Also, hang on with- a second. Mm. Like, don't forget, it was also
0: a really hot day. And it was a late was hot. start. So, like, it yep. wasn't like it was prime conditions to run. Plus, the course was so crowded. So, the second lap, you could barely even run anyway. It mm. wasn't prime conditions for a fast run-ish oh, no anyway. Way. No. So, like, there are a lot of factors. I feel like you did so well to firstly be there, secondly run.
1: So, Thank anyway, I appreciate it. That was good. The
0: next, the next week of training. Yeah, so
1: this last week just gone. Um, Did a couple of runs, five on Monday and then ten on Tuesday, um and then Wednesday I did a stair session which I've been meaning to do for oh, a while I did one good. probably a month ago but hadn't been back so I went down to Meriwether stairs um nice. did a bit of a warm-up and then I went up and down the stairs 10 times which I was wow when I'd planned it I was like oh yeah I'll do 10 reps because that sounds like you know that's solid anything less I'm like oh like it's not really that decent Ten's like mm. good and then I did the first one I was like okay and then as soon as I started my second one, I was like, oh, God, like <laughs> everything hurts. <laughs> so I was really determined to because I could have easily just done six or eight or, you know, just cut it short. But I was like, no, well, three. <laughs> yeah. I, have you run there before? No, no. Okay. So I think it's 90 stairs. I tried to count, but I'm really not good at counting and running uh, at the same time. So I think it's I 90. love counting. It's such a good distraction. <laughs> no, I get so confused. And then I, you know, when there's like just the gap between the stairs where it's just flat for a little bit Mm. and I'm like was that one up to there or I'm just confused. but roughly 90 (laughs) so 900 stairs a lot which is good practice for UTA so I was happy with that it is yeah um and then just looking at my Strava now I didn't run Thursday Friday Saturday I think it was a combination of work and gym stuff because Mm. if any Crossfitters are out there the CrossFit Open is currently on probably 90% of you don't care but that was on Saturday, so that was fun. Um, but we'll save that for the CrossFit podcast, not the oh, running yes. podcast. Oh, okay.
2: Just really um, quickly,
1: how your calves after My so calves are
2: okay. It's
1: my ribs and, like, traps and basically ah, my upper body. Uh, yeah. And my okay. core, I think, just from, like... Yeah. Because if you didn't know, it was handstand, like, against a wall, basically, um, mm. to start laying down and then walk up the wall. Um, mm. But I think just, like... Obviously, your core has to work really hard to, like, hold you in that position. And, like, all along my ribs, like, where kind of the muscles attach, I guess, along the ribs is sore. And just, like, my torso area, like, everywhere around (laughs) there. Because I guess I just don't really, like, (laughs) do that stuff Yeah, no fair. That's so Um, fair. So, yeah, my calves are fine, actually. It's great. Your calves are fine. Yeah. That's really good. My Achilles is still hanging around a little bit, but Mm. it felt okay. So, I ran today, Sunday. Um, I did 22Ks. Because that's what I had left to get my 50 in. Oh, um, you need to stop having half of your Strava on private. You're only on forty-seven. Because on my on end. Tuesday, I did four Ks at the gym, but I don't like putting the gym stuff up there because I feel like it's not a run. But we did four Ks in the workout at the gym. It was like yeah, one K warm on up and then five lots of four hundreds and two hundreds. Otherwise, it yeah, looks like but you but haven't done a bit your fifty Ks. But I know I have, like. Oh, I just yeah, don't like spam people the with graph. all this gym stuff. Oh. Oh, oh, so I even spam graph... everyone with my three minute I know, you're <laughs> rowing, what's, a what's rowing? We need <laughs> to talk about that because you had captioned it at first and it was just like the little symbol of the rowing and I was like, Is, it looks like some sort of sword or something. And I was like, what are you doing? Three minutes of sword fighting oh. at 5am. <laughs> I was so confused. We'll get to that when we get to yours. Um, so long run oh. today was good. 22k is done I felt really good my body felt good but I just feel like I couldn't get enough air in like I wasn't going hard but oh
2: you know maybe you, at, <laughs> you have I had yeah
1: I didn't take my puffer but <laughs> yeah, well, that's why <laughs> so. but you know when you try and take a deep breath but you just can't oh you can't you yeah. feel like you can't get it all in so I kept like yawning it's not good <laughs> you know what I mean to like get more air I don't know it wasn't working but I need to like get that sorted i need so, to sorry run. was that today running that was today oh and i didn't oh. have my at port either so you look lots of excuses for last week gee you had them prepped
0: i need yes. a little um book of excuses so i can just have them ready to go oh really? also
1: i love what you said before the run about um <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you're running don't think of a strava caption that's going to be like your justification for doing a bad run because whenever yeah. we run <laughs> and you know that you're feeling bad. You're like, oh, my God, what am I going to ride on Strava? Like, was it like, the bad weather or, like, did I trip over? Like, what happened that made this a yeah. slow time? And it's like, bad you even sleep. finished it. You could still do good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's Chasing so true. Whatever.
0: <laughs> you anything. think of the excuses that was, when you're running. It's yeah. so bad. And, like, it's I so know. easy to do. I mean, I think it's easy to do. Surely everyone does it. I think everyone does. You have not even the Strava so, yeah. caption, but you start thinking of the reason why mm. it's not going to plan. And it's yes, so dumb. It's such a waste of time. Yeah. 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 Especially when someone tells everyone that Lydia is going to run sub 40. And I've not trained her on sub that? 40. Oh, yeah. No. I was not. That was. Uh, my what? goal was to run sub 41.
1: And did I it's do it? aim high though. Yeah. A bit it is, of peer is pressure, aim high. You know. Yeah. A bit well, of peer pressure.
0: Well. How did it go? How did the peer pressure go? <laughs>
1: Not great this time, but you still ran really well.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I honestly, Third I'm actually place.
0: stoked. I'm actually stoked. Yeah, I'm very happy on the
1: podium. Oh, yeah. I think we should have hung around and got your medal because yeah, people got medals. Oh well. Maybe they'll post it's it just, to you.
0: Yeah. Also, though, what am I going to do with it? Like, I had this memory, this memory, this thought of like, if they posted it to me, mm. would I just put it in the bin? Like, that sounds <gasps> so disrespectful. But. What am I wow. gonna do with it? I'd kill like, to
1: have that medal.
0: Well, I'll post it to you then. Yeah, I'll but have, honestly, it on we'll have it honestly, what would you like? Put it up on the on your <laughs> desk. Nah, I just want the Strava crowns. You know, that's what the I want.
1: Stra- nah, I
0: don't even understand how the crowns work. <laughs> oh, I don't. You've
1: understand. changed. <laughs> you anyway. never even used to use Strava. All right. No, nah, I. Swear. Your turn.
0: My week was yep. actually really good. I was not looking forward to having a tapering week at all, like so not keen because I just don't like the idea of not doing all the things that I like doing. And I was like, I can't do as much. I can't go to the gym as much and I can't run as much. And then I was like, you know what? You're going to get so much sleep this week. And I did. I got more sleep, which was great. Um, And also, instead of going for runs, I just went for a few walks. Like I still ran. I probably ran like 15 or 20Ks during the week yep. like I did sort of one intensity session on Tuesday and then I would know a few jogs a few walks um I didn't end up swimming I was planning on swimming and then I don't know what happened I think I went to the gym twice maybe three times I don't know but everything was just chill which was it was kind of good I didn't dislike it as much as I expected um and then race went really well on Sunday I was so pleased I didn't get the time that that Sophie had wanted me to slash I didn't I'm I'm happy I got 4102 which kind of I wanted to go under 41 so you know the course was 100 meters long so yeah it was long you know yeah Yeah. and also not just on my watch on lots of people's watches no yeah I agree yeah but I mean I don't really care that much that sounds bad but it's more like it was a good chance to just like Like, I think I ran a PB in the first 5K for me, which is, I guess, like, it was overly ambitious. I wasn't going to be able to keep it up. But it was good to just, like, see how it felt to, like, run hard and then Mm. struggle.
2: (laughs) So it was really um,
0: good. Yeah, and the second half was probably still, like, not far from my PB anyway. So um, I was very happy. and Yeah, you should be. Yeah, it was good, good just to run and catch up with you, catch up, caught up with some people from uni as well in Port Macquarie, which was really great. Um, and then this week just gone, I was so excited because I was like, yes, I've had a week <laughs> off. I feel so fresh, like I'm going to do so much this week. So I had such a productive week.
2: I've I love that you say that. <laughs> like
1: most people that do a race... <laughs> They have like a a tape, like a recovery week, a deload week. You're like, I'm ready to smash everything. Yeah. I'm recovered and rested after my race. Like that's not how it normally
0: works. (laughs) I was just, I'm just was so productive this week. Like I had so many good sessions at the gym, Um, just like all my usual strength stuff. And then I went and tried these new classes, this like hit class at the gym. I did two of those this week, which was really um, oh, I was going to say fun. No, I don't know if that's the word. It was good. It was like, it was all the exercises that I like. But the only thing is like, it just, I needed more. I think I needed to do, to have done it twice in a row or something. Cause I think 30 minutes is so short. Uh, but anyway, it was really good. It was nice to just have a bit of change in my gym training or like extra in the gym. And then I did 74 Ks of running this week. I saw that. I can't believe it. I know, I just don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened. Just all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah. When did I run? Like a regular week,
2: but
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think um I'm not too sure. I had like Wednesday I ran a little bit longer than usual. Mm. Like often Wednesday I don't get out for much more than five Ks and then I did fifteen K. It's actually really nice. I ran along the sand for a few K's, which was a good change of opera. Um (laughs) anyway. Um, It was a good week, very productive, um, did not get much sleep this week at all, I fell asleep yesterday afternoon at like 4pm, I was trying to read my book and I, oh. I just felt, I could not keep my eyes open, I read one page, or not even a page, but I, um. anyway, that's fine, I will go to bed very early tonight and I'm ready right. for another great week of, good. Of, of everything and I'm excited, yeah, so. killing it, yeah. oh yeah that's the other thing i was gonna say Mm. i was gonna jog yesterday at park run and then oh yeah i just it just felt so like (laughs) nice and just good and then it ended up being sub 20 which you know maybe for lots of people is not very exciting but i was like for lots of people that's the dream oh well okay maybe but yeah but i was just so pleased i was like wow like that just felt so nice i just felt fine i just felt normal (laughs) But then I swear, a few oh, weeks gosh. ago, and I'd had like a rest day before, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go hard at park run," and it was like mm. way slower and way harder. So I don't know how because I'd run so much. I don't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Maybe but.
1: it's all just your mindset. You were just like, you weren't worried about the times. You were just chilling. Mm. Find a rhythm. Just go with it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think best not to think about it too much. Just to enjoy it. You know it's great good i'd love to do a sub training.
1: <laughs> well why not if you Sorry? figure out how you did it can you let me know
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have, okay my advice is just do it mm, just do it that yep. should be like a, <laughs> some sort of motto just do it yeah should i haven't write that heard down. it before yeah. strongest try just do it <laughs> all right <laughs> should we get to the point of this episode <laughs> yes i agree good So the (laughs) honours,
0: we are so excited. We have Shay from the Two Five Two Zero movement joining us for the episode today. And if you haven't heard about it, Shay is the founder of the Two Five Two Zero movement, which is a movement all about reducing men's suicide rates. So the Two Five Two Zero name came about because it represents roughly um, the number of men who commit suicide per year which in Australia, sorry, um, which is just ridiculous. Like that's Mm -hmm. an insane amount of people and Shea believes so too. So he decided to create a movement where he's going to run 2520 kilometers in 2021 and raise funds for, um, well, it's this other, um, what's it called? This other... (laughs) Not <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Sorry, my brain. Um so he's he's setting up this running movement to raise funds for a non for profit organization called Mentoring
1: Men. Yes. Very good. And he's also yeah, trying to raise two hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred and fifty two thousand um dollars for that charity, which is really cool. And Um, He tells you a bit in the episode about what they do, but it's a really interesting kind of organization. Um, They kind of have this support program where anyone can sign up, I guess you'd say, join um, if they just need a little bit of support or guidance, and then they get um, paired with a mentor that can just Mm. help out with just giving them a bit of support and um, just whatever they need, being there for them, being a friend or helping them Mm. make some decisions and oh it's a fantastic group yeah like i've had a good look
0: at the website and anyone can get a mentor essentially and anyone can do the training to be a mentor and the mentors are volunteers yeah that's it it's just like connecting people Mm. but with a little bit more structure and giving people access to resources when they need a helping hand. which is just it's fantastic i think it's so good really really amazing um But, yeah, in the episode, we chat about what the 2520 movement is. So we explain or Shay explains exactly what the movement is. He explains where the funds go, which is to mentoring men, and he explains what that is in more detail and probably more coherently than what Soph and I just have attempted to. (laughs) Um, And then he talks about why running, like why he picked that for the number um, and why he's interested in reducing male suicide rates. Which I mean, I think anyone wants to reduce that. Obviously it's not mm. they're not nice statistics, but yeah, we sort of break down the importance of mental health and why yeah, he really what it means to break him. the stigma. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and we also talk a little bit about just why running is so good for people's mental health and how it has impacted all of us in in our lives in terms of like connecting with people and and keeping us in a healthy headspace. So I think, yeah, I mean, I think anyone can listen to that and hear those stories and sort of probably relate to, because I think exercise in general is so good for your mental health. But I think running, there's definitely something about running with other people. It brings people together, it connects people. And when you're running, you're you're quite vulnerable in a sense because you're sort of working hard and you're working with someone It is so powerful and I think super, super valuable tool for looking after your mental health and physical health, obviously, also. Yes, definitely. Um, Yeah. I think that's pretty much it about what we cover in the episode. Oh, we do touch on as well uh, who's sort of helping Shay out, who his physio is, what running shoes he's wearing. Has he had any injuries along the way, which um, is interesting as well because – it's it's a lot of kilometers. I think it's an average of seven a day, which,
1: Yeah, and he you know. wasn't really a – you'll hear in the episode, but he wasn't – like he ran occasionally basically before this. He wasn't a regular sort of runner. So that's quite a lot to no. go from just doing in every sort of 5K every now and then to then having to commit to this every single day and knowing that if you miss a day, then you're going to have to catch it up somewhere. Um, mm. Like if you start falling behind, the, the Ks are going to add up pretty quick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's such a good cause. He has a website and we'll link the website in our show notes so that you can have a look. But please, please get on board, have a look at his website and if you want to get involved, Shay will explain it as well, but basically you can go onto the website and set up a GoFundMe. Oh, I think it'll you'll set up a GoFundMe separately, but you'll also create your own movement on his website, but it's it's very easy to do on the website and you can choose to participate but in any different activity yeah. so it doesn't have to be running that far you could say I'm gonna do two five two zero sit-ups or pull-ups or whatever you want to do gosh don't do pull-ups that would be <laughs> so many pull-ups um but or you could do it as a team or like with your yeah. workplace and it's just such a great thing to get behind I think yeah I I think we've said it all really anything else you want to add about that no
1: I think let's get to it hey um yeah
0: and just just one more thing (laughs) don't forget to subscribe to the podcast yes don't forget to like our instagram posts and reply to our stories send us a dm um write us a review that would be amazing and a massive thank you to everyone who has done all those things we've had so many amazing messages from incredible people letting us know that they've been listening and their thoughts and what they're getting out of the episodes which we really appreciate so thank you so much
1: yeah thank you and
0: enjoy yeah enjoy the episode let us know what you think all right guys welcome back to the Strongest Stride podcast we have a special guest today we have shay here um shay would you like to say hello
3: hello strongest stride podcast listeners <laughs>
1: Cool. So Shay's um, from the 2520 movement, um, do you want to just start us off by going into a little bit about, I guess, what the 2520 actually means, what that number stands for, um, and just a bit of background into what you're doing this year?
3: Of course. Um, so it's a little bit of a play on words. Um, the 2520 um, represents, going to run in 2021. Um, but it also represents the amount of um, Aussie males that lose their life to suicide each year. Um, So the movement being called the 25 to zero is all around. um, The 2,500 number of males that lose their life each year to zero um, through stations, through awareness, exercise, um, and through a bit of a movement, both physically, but also a movement in the way we talk about mental health. Mm,
1: Um, Yeah, yeah. that's huge. I mean, that number, it's pretty shocking to know that that, is the number like that's a lot of people like that's
3: yeah it, that's I think it's, um, it's not until you start talking about like actual numbers it becomes mm. a little bit more real mm. um and I think that's what I am trying uh, I guess trying to aim to do this year um is to really humanise that number and actually mm. get people talking about the fact that there's a human behind every one of those numbers there's a family mm-hmm. behind everyone, a friendship group behind every one of those numbers mm. um and I think the other is is unfortunately those numbers are really understated unfortunately in you know in our society in our culture there's a lot of shame associated to when that does happen mm-hmm. um and numbers um like i guess what i'm trying to get at is it's probably a lot bigger mm. um, than what we actually see um yeah yeah
1: yeah and i guess it's not even just those numbers it's even um before getting to that point a lot of people are affected by mental illness um so the actual statistics of people suffering from any sort of mental illness um, would be like massive. Obviously, that number in particular is an awful statistic, but it's it's much bigger than that as well, isn't it?
3: Of course, yeah, 100%. For me, that's, um, you know, I have a few goals this year. One is to talk about it more, a quarter of a million dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, um, But ultimately, my goal is to um, absolutely by, um, and break, I, I suppose break the culture and the stigma associated to mental health and the way people mm-hmm. talk about it. Um, I really want to promote uh, more specifically males to start to um, talk about it way more candidly than they do mm. um, and be able to just have it over a coffee, have a chat over a coffee about how they're going and how they're feeling. Um, the, um, the non-profit that I'm raising the funds for this year um, is a company or an organisation called Mentoring Men and they provide free mentoring to all males in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I'm raising the money for them is because um, they're all about early intervention and that's what I believe in. So, mm. um, you know, you talk about suicide prevention and uh, hey, it's like, what does that even mean? Like, what does that actually mean? Because mm. um, the outcome is obviously the numbers, but yeah. what actually is prevention? It's all about guys having conversations with guys about problems before they become a problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, when it gets get to the other side of, I guess, the scale of, Oh, you know, I guess serious danger zones. Um, yeah. It's not that it's too late, and it's not that people can't turn that around or be helped. Uh, but I'm much more about getting guys to have conversations way back over here, mm-hmm. um, on the other side of the scale.
1: Yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's good to yeah have those conversations early before it gets worse. You may as well, when there's something bubbling under the surface, like get in early and have a chat about it before it becomes more than more than it needs to be for sure. Um, and it also, just
0: opening the conversation. The more people are speaking about it, as you said, it's getting rid of the stigma, opening up doors for conversations, and it's just going to help reduce the numbers in general. If more people are comfortable talking about talking about their issues and their struggles and their problems, yeah. it's not it's not going to be as confronting to open up.
3: Hundred percent, and I you know that's the overarching. Um, goal, just to normalize it. Like I, mm. I, said this to someone the other day. Like if you had a, if you had a sore tooth, you'd go see a dentist, and you wouldn't think twice about it. If mm. you had a sore knee, you'd go see a physio, you wouldn't think twice about it. Why do we, um, why do we think differently when there's something in our mind or in our brain or mm. um, thoughts in our head? Like w- why do we overcomplicate it and create it yeah. into this big thing? Mm. Um, and that's what I want to do. I want to really normalize anything that goes on between you know mm. someone's ears.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely changing. Like, Even in the last five years, it's changed a lot. At least what I've noticed within the people that I surround myself with um, five, maybe ten years ago. And obviously, there's a lot of factors as well. But I think there's definitely more people talking about their mental health and it's definitely getting easier to talk about your mental health. But I think it's also a lot easier me being female, talking to my friends about my issues compared to a lot of my guy friends. I know, you know, I have to sort of ask more questions to get real answers beyond just, yeah, I'm doing all right, you know. uh, And, yeah, I guess that's part of the stigma of mental health and it's definitely different across genders.
3: Yeah, no, you're spot on. And, you know, I mentioned some numbers before in terms of statistics and, like, 75% of all lives lost are males. So clearly Mm, there's something there in terms of in terms of men. And I actually, I went for a run with a friend this morning and she just mentioned to me, and it was actually a really refreshing conversation to have. And she said, um, you know, what does that actually change in society or, you know, or I I suppose mental health culture? Um, One, you know, it's going to give us resources, but it's the awareness and it's the people having conversations. And Mm. it's also the, you know, it's people listening um, to things like this that are battling their own mental health and, and, you know, taking a little bit of accountability and knowing, you know, exercise is good for me. Exercise is good for me. I'm going to get out and do that for me, mm. um, and I suppose that's kind of the conversation that I want to um, want people to start talking about more.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure.
3: Um,
0: I just actually had another question. Um, could you explain a bit about what actually the mentoring men program is? Like what exactly that program does?
2: Yeah,
3: just, you so, know, so people know um, where their
0: money is going to.
3: Of course, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, Mentoring Men um, is an organization that's been, uh, it's about two and a half years old now, so it's still quite new. Um, And essentially there's two parts to it. So you've got your mentors and you've got your mentees. Um, So your mentor volunteers their time to mentor someone. Um, So they go through a three to four day um, mentor training program where they learn a, a little bit about mental health, they learn what is a good mentor. Um, you know, how to be there and hold space for someone, um, you know, how to deal with tricky situations, etc. Um, so that mentor is volunteer. They don't make any money through it. They, they're purely there to help someone. Uh, the mentee signs up um, because they need someone in their life. Now that could be a, you know, 85 year old guy that just doesn't have a guy in his life to talk to and he's lonely. Um, it could be a 17 year old boy that doesn't have a father figure or role model in his life to look up to and talk to, um, and I guess um, search for guidance through. um, You could be someone in between that just needs someone in their life, um, whether that be a companion or um, a mentor, someone to look up to um, or anything of that. So basically what mentoring men do is they put their mentors through a really good three-day program, which I'm lucky Mm -hmm. enough to have been through myself, um, and they pair a mentor with a mentee. so, back to what I mentioned before um, at the start of the podcast is I'm a really big believer in early intervention and yeah. um, getting ahead of problems before they're problems. Um, and this is why I'm raising money for mentoring men. Um, when I first started this, I'm like, "Cool, how good's this? I'm going to have my own non for profit." I'm going to raise all this money and then I had a bit of a reality check. I'm like, what am I going to do with the money? Where, Mm. Like how would I invest it? I don't have resources. I don't have a strategy. (laughs) I don't have a a, a five-year plan or anything like that. It's a
0: whole Mm. other thing,
2: yeah.
3: It's a whole other thing, exactly. Um, You're accountable. Like if you're raising a lot of money like that, you're accountable to be doing something with it. So Mm. um, hence why I wanted to raise the money for them because it goes hand in hand with what I believe in and um, what I think needs to shift and I guess how we get ahead of the problems. Um, Yeah.
0: Well, that's awesome. That's fantastic. And can anyone, like, to access it? that, do they have to show some evidence of some kind of mental health struggle? No, or is it no. And that's
2: really
3: the beauty just if of they it. Want... That's the beauty of it. There's just – there's absolutely no barriers. Like, mm. you know, um, and that's what I think is a problem in Australia at the moment. Don't get me wrong, we're getting better. But, like, you know, if you want to see a psychologist um, to talk about your problems, like, you need to go – to Medicare, you get like a ten a ten care plan, ten pack care mm. plan or whatever. Once it they run out, it doesn't cover all the it, costs. No it way. costs a fortune. <laughs> it doesn't cover the costs. And mm. um, you know, um, if you want to call Lifeline, don't get me wrong. Lifeline are incredible and they do an amazing job. Um, and I'm a massive advocate for people that man the phones and what Lifeline stand for. But it's a daunting, overwhelming thing because you know you're talking to a human being on a phone that you don't know. Um, and you will never meet and um, it's, it, it can be a little bit overwhelming and I feel as that can be a bit of a barrier for people um, that have a little bit of shame associated with why they're picking up the phone. The whole idea of mentoring men is like hey we're gonna to my, um, I spoke to my partner this morning he just found out that someone at his work you know is um, terminally ill um, no. but he actually came to me and said I'm not okay can I talk to you about it and for him that's such a big thing and it's something that he wouldn't just do ever Um, so I think you're spot on in in terms of saying that it is shifting and we are shifting Mm. towards people Mm. being more open Um, but uh, I guess my view is we've still got a very long way to go yeah it's just kind of getting
1: started really isn't it like there's a lot yeah yeah, a lot more work to be done Um, I guess if you don't mind just giving us a bit of your backstory um, go as deep as you want just whatever you want to talk about but how this kind of came about for you um, yeah just a bit of context for why you chose to do this
3: Sure. Um, So my backstory is um, I um, so I still work uh, as a state manager for the Athlete's Foot. Um, Mm. So sports shoes, running shoes, and all of that. Um, Favorite
0: things. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. (laughs)
3: Um, About this year, um, I lost a team member to suicide. Mm.
2: Um,
3: So um, I kind of, you know, it happened. I kind of just sat there for a few months being like, um, you know, this 19-year-old kid had whole, his whole world ahead of him, had his mm-hmm. whole life ahead of him um, and, you know, um, he was just one conversation, in his corner away from having a different perspective on life and, you know, choosing to live another day. So yeah. what I guess um, created, I guess, my drive for where I am now and what I'm doing right now. Um, and I get, I suppose, how the movement came up was, you know, I'm someone that's um, very goal orientated, very goal driven, and on you know, um, originally on the, you know, the, the outset on this originally it was just run two and a half thousand k's as a personal challenge, mm. um, and then it wasn't until I started looking at statistics, um, it, it, it was ironically it was around that same number, mm. um, so I was like, wow, you know, I can do something here, and um, one, you know, I'm, I'm. I've got a goal that I'm working towards, but, um, two, um, I think I can actually create something that can grab some traction and create some awareness. So unfortunately I was touched by suicide and that's what led me to being, you know, I guess where I am now and what I'm doing and where I'm putting all my time and effort and energy into. Um, but you know, I'd much rather be, um, using, I suppose, um, that horrible time and experience, um, mm. into a positive thing as opposed to just, them a-
1: that's really good. And it's, yeah as much as it's yeah that's an awful situation to come from it is good that you're taking something out of it and trying to make it better for those other tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people that could be in that similar position down the track it's i think it's really important to have the conversations now that's so that obviously you're reducing those statistics and bringing those numbers down um and yeah helping some more lives positively i think yeah that's really cool yeah good um Mm, no it's
0: very impressive um It's interesting as well that you've chosen running. I mean, also, I guess you were working, or I'm assuming you still are working with athletes for it. So I'm assuming you've always been a runner, but I think, I mean, I do think exercise in general brings people together and is obviously, there's enough evidence to suggest that it improves people's mental health. Um, But I think running in particular is particularly, it's, it's very powerful because you often go for a run with one person. So there is actually, and and, you know, whether it's a 20 minute run or an hour run or two hours or however long it is, even a short run is actually enough time to sort of have a chat with someone, uh, depending on how fast you're going, maybe not quite a serious training session, but I think some of my most sort of like personal and deepest conversations that I've had with other people have been when I've been running. Like, cause you you do tend to open up with people when you're out there putting in effort you know doing something hard together going through something together it is actually a place where people often do open up about things so I don't know whether that was something you'd thought about or a mixture of a few factors
3: yeah no there's a couple of things like I wouldn't say I'm a runner um, hopefully by the end of the year I'll say <laughs> I'm a runner um, you know <laughs> But, you know, I've never been a runner. Like, I've done a couple of half marathons. I've kind of just trotted across the finish line. But I've never been, like, disciplined, sort of, <laughs> to the point where I'd say I'm a consistent runner. Mm-hmm. Um, the purpose of running, um, there was a couple of things behind it. One, it's something you can do together. Um, mm. you, you, can, you can build connections through it. Um, but it's just, it's an exercise that, you know, everyone can do. And I, you know, I completely agree with what you said. Like, um, there's something in running with someone um, that opens up a part of and' opened 100%. up if you weren't running and whether that be through the sweat or whether that be through you kind of you've got nothing to hide behind it's just you and them and you're running and you're sweating and like the guards are down and it's like I'm a human, you're a human like let's talk and I think that's what kind of promotes those conversations um, that you alluded to that can happen when you are out running or exercising with someone um, yeah, so that's kind of why we chose we chose running
1: mm-hmm. no, that makes sense that's, yeah and it's true like, Especially, um, I don't know how long you've gone, but when you start to go long, <laughs> like I and Lydia go for about three or four hours, you kind of, you, I don't know what it is, but you get into this state and you just talk about the weirdest stuff, but like you just get really deep and just have all these like really meaningful chats. And I've heard mm. a lot of people that, A lot of successful people that run and they kind of come up with these great ideas when they're running, they have like these big brainwaves and there must be, I don't know the exact science behind it, but there must be something that when you're in that state, when you're, you know, moving and I guess the endorphins are flowing and everything like that, um, the brain starts to kick in and you might think of some other things that you've kind of been, um, you know, brushing to the side when you're just in day-to-day life
3: yeah no, completely agree. And like again, like I don't know um, I don't know any of the science behind it apart from the fact that it releases endorphins. Mm. But what I do know is that it makes you feel better, and I don't care which way you want to spin it. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. You can be having a shit time of it outside of you know with, with your life, personal relationships, friendships, work, whatever. but when you go for a run, it's all left behind. Um, whether that be, you know, your problems or even like what you just said, like if your creative flow starts to happen or you start to yeah. think of things you normally wouldn't think about, um, you know, when people ask me, why do you run or why, you know, why are you running this year for this movement? It's like, mm. cause it's just good for you. Like it, it just is yeah. just go yeah. and do it. Like, don't, <laughs> don't worry about the reasons why or the science behind it. Just like, just go and do it. It'll make mm, you feel yeah. better.
1: Yeah, for sure. And how have you been finding obviously you said you weren't really a runner um a little bit inconsistent up until this year how have you been finding stepping up the k's and getting those regular runs in how's your body pulling up
3: um is this a pg rated um no say what you want so it's been a fucking battle an absolute battle um so yeah as i said like i'm not a runner so um basically 2,520 kilometers um, mm-hmm. equates to 7Ks a day every day. Um, yeah. So, that's you know, it sounds like, cool, that's like, you know, that's a little round, you can do that but <laughs> every day. When you're backing every it up day. like
1: that, yeah, it's a whole other um, thing then.
3: So I think I got like 10 days in, um, I was 70Ks in, and then I just hit the Great Wall of China. Like mm. I was just, I was done. I couldn't walk, I couldn't put any load on my right leg. Um, <laughs> and I just had this realization of like, you like you naive bastard like the fact that you just thought you were going to get through this thing with like no, no nutrition plan no like um physio plan just no plan mm. you just thought you're going to lace up and do it like swing it now, picked the number you. But, um, and you were off <laughs> sorry what was that
0: you picked the number you got the shoes and you were like yep ready to go <laughs>
3: exactly and, you know i got the shoes for free as well because you know I but, um,
0: what shoes yeah, are you so, running in
3: um, I'm running in the Bondi. Nice. Um, nice. And classic. and I've just started the classic, yeah, um, thick, <laughs> thick Boy. Chunky. Like his yeah. Calls it, like, <laughs> yeah. Thick Boy. <laughs> That's um, so true. Yeah. The I've moon started, boots
1: of the running
0: world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly.
3: <laughs> and I've just started rotating with a pair of new Balance H2 Oh, nice. As well. That's a good idea. Oh. If you're
1: doing like consistent runs, yeah, probably a good idea to swap them well yeah that's what a I approach at work well that's it so. yeah exactly you should know <laughs> I should know <laughs> you're the <exactly>. expert <laughs> um, oh that's cool
3: but, yeah basically I had to stop I had to go see a physio mm. um, we had to take some days off and like I'll be honest like um, the pressure started to mount because I'm like crap I'm behind one day now mm. now I'm behind two days now I've had three days off I'm only running four today I'm only running five today um, but then I just pulled myself aside I'm just like stop why are you doing this like mm. let's let's think back to why you started this like um, get over yourself kind of thing. Take the days off. Um, and you know what I mean? Like um, if I have to, you know, make up 100Ks in the last four months of the year, like my body will be right to do it by then. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll be able to do that as opposed to trying to do seven a day every day with no prep.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: so I've really kind of yeah pulled myself into line and just listening mm-hmm. to my body now. And, yeah.
1: yeah, nice. Have you got some sort of structure now or are you just kind of each day waking up thinking oh, I can get... I feel like I could do this number of Ks. Um. Oh. Um, so that
3: was my alarm to call my mother. <laughs>
2: oh. um,
3: structure. So, yeah, like I have a plan with the physio now, which is great. Cool. Okay. So um, at the moment, it's run two, take one off, run two, mm. take one off. Nice. Um, and that's just monitoring pain. But um, yeah, as I mentioned, like on the 10th of January, I couldn't walk. I remember I had mm. to go for a run in the morning and I literally couldn't feel my leg. And I'm like, I'm oh. just gonna have to keep running till it goes numb. So oh I was like, an injury. I was an injury away from it happening. So yeah, I'm glad I put my hand up and stopped. But yeah. the plan is, uh, listen to the physio. That's the plan. Um, yeah. So I'll give him a plug. Pat at the running room um, in, uh, in Bondi. Pat yeah. uh, at
0: the running room radio. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. good. I think we
1: follow the running room on Insta. They're yeah, post some good stuff. Yeah,
3: they're no, doing. they're good. They're very good at what they do. They've got a little niche. They, you know, they just sort of service runners. Um, but they're good at, yeah, they're good at what they do.
1: Mm, That's great, it's good to have a bit of a team around you too that know what you're doing and support you and kind of can give you a bit of guidance as to what you should be doing, that's helpful, yeah.
0: Did you um, get and have like an actual diagnosis of any particular injury or did your physio just say, like, you just, it's just too much, much? just chill? Yeah, he just said,
3: (laughs) there's nothing wrong with you, you've just got runner's knee, you're just putting too much load through your joints, so take a few days the off classic, so, yeah. There was, no, yeah there, there was nothing wrong with my knees There was just um, so much fluid in them um, mm. so much inflammation just from overloading them just too um, much too soon yeah 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 <laughs> yeah
0: we've yeah. all been there I mean not <laughs> quite not not quite your um, training program right now but yeah, yeah yeah I think we all get a bit overzealous at times and yeah. don't have a plan I guess and <laughs> well, just be, go for it
3: did it like an actual art like running's an art mm like there's an art to it it's you know um I've always just laced up and just gone for a run and you know been so heavy on my feet and just haven't thought about it haven't been conscious of what I'm actually doing and the beauty of this now is now I'm conscious of how I'm landing and you know, how many mm. steps a minute I'm taking and why that's important and how I'm recovering and um, what I'm eating and all of those things I'm actually starting to really appreciate running mm. um, and what it is yeah, yeah good
1: yeah that's good i mean yeah it once you can get past that point of the pain and the struggle yeah it does become enjoyable which is probably what you want if you're doing that much this year you're probably going to want to enjoy it to some degree (laughs) yeah Yeah. so you've been running with many people are you doing most of it solo
3: um so yeah like no plan at the start of the year it was just um uh rock up by myself i suppose and run but yeah Um, I've been overwhelmed by the level of support I've got in the last sort of three, four weeks. Um, Mm. It's kind of really, um, really taken me back, actually. Like, um, just so many people have just reached out to me and they're just like, hey, um, I live in Bondi or I live around you. Like, let's go for a run together. I love what you're doing. I love Mm, love the cause. Like, and it's kind of getting out of control. Like, I've almost got someone to run with every day now, like every day. (laughs) So um it's like what Too i look popular to now <laughs> well yeah
1: you start start have putting to start booking them in you.
3: yeah well, <laughs> well that's it i'm just like it's like a schedule it's like can i fit you in can't i fit you in like, are you gonna donate uh no <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah. you yeah. have to start charging <laughs> i know i know i know but no i'm super grateful for everyone that's reached out and helped. and mm. um just the connections like um it's just crazy like you you know if you try to spread a good message and there's goodwill involved and your intense pure and you're not trying to sell something like, and you're not doing it to get a big head. And, um, I think people really resonate with that and then grab and grab onto it and support it. Um, and the support I've received, like it's, it's just kind of nuts. Um, so yeah, super grateful. But at the end of the day, it's, this isn't about me. Like mm. it's about the movement and it's about, you know, the lives of the lost. So yeah. Um, sure. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And how can people who aren't living, um, aren't lucky enough to live in Bondi like us further North, how can we kind of get involved or the listeners? Is there a way that I know you're launching a website? Is there something that we can do from a a different location to get involved?
3: Sure. Well, you guys are more than welcome to come down for a day trip. Um, might shout for coffee. Um, (laughs) we'll go for a run, but, um, yeah. So, um, I've got a website in the launch, uh, sorry in the works at the moment. And basically, um, The whole idea of this movement, as I said before, it's not about me, like I'm just one person running a certain amount of kilometers in the year. It's all about everyone else creating their own movement. Um, So I'm hoping by Monday, um, www.25two0.org.au will be live, 25 to zero will be live, Um, Mm -hmm. and people will be able to join and create their own movement. So essentially they'll go to the website, they'll put in their details and they'll create their movement. So There's going to be no barriers to entry, so it'll be you can walk, you can run, you can do it as a team, um, you can do push-ups, sit-ups. I don't really care what people do. There's going to be about 20 things you can choose from, Um, and essentially, they'll hit join. They'll select their movement, um, and then we'll be in touch with them in terms of being able to give them a a link to raise money on our behalf, Um, Mm -hmm. but for them to then spread their message with their family and their friends and their social connections. And then Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, they've got this year-long goal just like I do. Um, And then I have, you know, 100, maybe 200, hopefully 1,000 people all doing this over the course of the next 11 months. And we get to the end of the year and we can like celebrate everyone's, you know, achievement of what their movement was. Um, But, you know, if everyone can raise $1,000 and we get 250 people to do it, that's the Mm. quarter of a million dollars that we set out to raise. Um, Growing a dirty mo in November. I'm sure people can raise $1,000 over 11 months um, Mm. for, you know, just showing up and, having a crack at something.
1: Yeah, it's a good way to put it, because I guess, yeah, a quarter of a million dollars, when you just look at it, it seems like huge, and it is huge, it's amazing, but when you break it down, if you've got a good group of people involved, if they can all just do their part, it'll be much yeah. more manageable kind of task for you. I think, yeah, yeah that's a good way exactly. to do it, for sure. Yeah. Very
0: nice. Mm, that's fantastic. So it's basically just, just you. Have you got, um, you've got your physio obviously working with you as well, um, well, but...
3: yeah, so there's some people behind the scenes. So, like, um, in terms of the actual the movement, like, the you know, the 2520 movement, um, I'm kind of also representing a non-profit called Mentoring Men, which provide free mentoring yes. to any males in yeah. Australia. So, yeah. they're helping me with the website. They're helping me with the mm, branding amazing. and the PR. And they're, they're being brilliant, obviously, because I'm raising the funds on their behalf. Um, so, they're a big help. In terms of the team around me, just to get me through um, the year, uh, I've obviously got my physio, um, Pat at the running room. Um, I've kind of linked up with a guy called Trent Knox in the last um, the last few weeks who's um, a bit of a well-known, um, I would call him a sort of health and wellness coach guy, PT kind of guy in Bondi. Um, and he's really, he's been great. He's connected me with, I'm doing some yoga on Monday and it's like this Four channels of energy like spiritual emotional mm. um, so I'm doing you know looking after my mind as well um, nice. I've got a couple of um, guys that want to link up with me like to look after nutrition so like greens and Fantastic. recoveries and all of that stuff yeah um, awesome. I'm actually catching up with I uh, hope hopefully someone from Lululemon next week they want to kick me yeah. out
2: oh. um,
3: so yeah, like I'm just I'm gonna milk it for whatever yeah, wow. <laughs> so I can enjoy um, it. Yeah, but you know, ultimately, it's like it's brands that um, hopefully I get to you know, I guess co-brand with something that's that's real and it's not for profit and it's to make a difference in society and um, yeah, hopefully I can just get a big enough following to get more corporates on board to be able to you know mm. contribute and, and raise money with.
1: Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shay, is there anything else you wanted us to, you wanted to mention?
3: Um, just to your lovely listeners, um, check out the website when it's live. And yeah, we yeah. can leave On all board. the links below. Yeah, um, sure. In
1: the meantime, if I think by the time this is up, your website will probably be up anyway. But um, Instagram might be a good one to check out as well, which is at the 2520 movement. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah, yep, we'll leave yep. that below as well with the website. Um, if people don't want to do their own challenge, like if they like they should, because it sounds like great. Uh, but if they're not no. up for that, can they just donate directly to you? Yeah,
3: yeah. So um, there's a there's a GoFundMe link um, on our Instagram. Um, we'll have a lot more of a social presence, whether that be Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, all of that will be sort of live in the next few days. But yeah, they can donate at our GoFundMe. Um, you know, and I think I said this to someone the other day, like if you don't even have a dollar to donate, like so be it. You know, like it's tough out there at the moment, you know, we've just mm. gone through a pandemic. Um, yeah. But what you can do is just um, reach out to someone and talk to someone that you normally wouldn't talk to, or talk to them in a way that you normally wouldn't talk to them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because the whole idea of this, yeah, raising a quarter of a million is great, but what does that even mean? What does that even Mm -hmm. do? What does that actually change in society or, you know, or I I suppose mental health culture? one, you know, it's going to give us resources, but it's the awareness and it's the people having conversations, and mm. it's also the, you know, it's people listening um, to things like this that are battling their own mental health and and you know taking a little bit of accountability and knowing, you know, exercise is good for me, exercise is good for me. I'm going to get out and do that for me. Mm. Um, and I suppose that's kind of the conversation that I want to um, want people to start talking about more.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, we might wrap it up there then if we're all happy with that. Um, We'll leave all the links below. People can donate. They can follow you on Instagram. Check out the website. All that good stuff. Um, and just get involved, guys. I think it's yeah, it's such a worthy cause. Everything you've said today just, yeah, it makes total sense and it should be spoken about more. Um, so if we can help get the word out a little bit to our audience, I, I think that'll go a long way. So guys, check out all the links below. Um, and Shay, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you giving up your Friday night. Hopefully you didn't have any plans <laughs> to go out yet. Um, you still got a bit of time, so you can head out now but um yeah we really appreciate you jumping on um giving up your time for us appreciate it
3: thank you no and to you two both like i really do appreciate you both getting me on and um, allowing me to have a platform to keep spreading this message um and to any of your listeners who are in sydney um reach out we'll go for a run
1: yeah definitely sounds good awesome. All right. thank, thank you so much Jay.
2: Hey?
3: thanks guys